Sirens are going off in the suburbs. We'll play that in just a moment. 360-8255 is the phone number. We do have open phone lines. That's 360-8255. The first caller who wants it gets $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe. And this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Ease 24-Hour Cafe with two convenient Memphis locations now. The new one on Summer Avenue at 4287 Summer Avenue just opened Last week, of course, the original Ease 24-Hour Cafe opened up in the old CKs next to Methodist University Hospital on Union Avenue. It's at 1308 Union Avenue. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Ease Big Breakfast is a very popular item. Last week on the show, uh, we were on late in the afternoon. We Before we came in, we all picked up some Ease Steak Burger Deluxes. We had three Steak Burger Deluxes up here Um on the show when we were on late in the afternoon. Of course, this morning, a little some uh, sausage and cheese biscuits with eggs, uh, ease. We always have ease for breakfast each and every Saturday morning before we come in to the show. It's ease 24-hour cafe, open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Perfect place to go if you're if you're out late after going to a Grizzlies game or a Tigers game and, and you need something to eat. It's right there on Union on your way home, no matter what part of town you live. Uh, it's right there next to Methodist University Hospital. It's ease 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at ease. All right, every week when the the clock strikes 12, we play Hang Up and Listen right here on MSL. Let's do it now. All right, all right, this is Hang Up and Listen. 360-8255 is the phone number. We can talk about whatever you want. Marcus, remind them of the rules of how this works. The rules of hang up and listen go a little bit like this. You call into the show, ask a question, make a statement or anything you want to talk about, and then you end your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen, and we'll answer your question or talk about whatever you call to talk about. If you do not end your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen, then not only will we not be able to answer your question or talk about what you call to discuss, you cannot win the grand prize. And that is how you play hang up and listen. All right, very simple. The grand prize this week, Ben... Can you tell the listeners what they could be taking home this week if they are victorious on Hang Up and Listen? The winner of Hang Up and Listen this week has their choice of two things. One, three tickets to the Memphis Tulane game on November 10th. The other choice, $20 gift certificate to Green Beetle, home of trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Thursday night. All right. Ben was at trivia the other night. 360-8255. Is the phone number? We are playing a hang up and listen. Let's uh, get it going right now with Tony. Tony, you are on hang up and listen on MSL. I got. I just want to touch on two things if I could. You know, right. I'm still on this thing about the University of Memphis football team, and I've been hearing people yet still say they see improvement. Well, the only improvement I've seen is that they got two bigger TV sets because at the stadium for people to watch them lose. Uh, I don't see any difference in, you know, the, the team as a whole, as far as yardage, uh, defense, or anything like that. If anything, we've taken a step backwards. I mean, everybody said that Larry Porter didn't leave this guy anything, but what was left to Larry Porter? And uh, like I said, when we play teams like Marshall and uh, Middle Tennessee State and Austin Peay, Either we were in the game, beat these guys. And uh, like I said, I agree with Marcus that there were four legitimate games. That uh, that we were in and, and probably should have won. So uh, I don't see what everybody else is seeing. I guess I must have Ray Charles glasses on when it comes to that. As far as uh, 
as Mike Conley is concerned, uh, Mike Conley is definitely putting up all-star numbers. I mean, to be 21-7-5, uh, that's 21 points, Kevin Cerrito, uh, 7 assists, 5 steals. People can say what they want to about Mike Conley, but because he had the flu, it cost us game 7 last year. It ain't about Rudy Gay or nobody like that. Uh, we can miss him and still make it to the playoffs. We can miss Zach Randolph and make it to the playoffs. But I guarantee you, if Mike Conley ever come up MIA, we in trouble. I'll hang up and listen. All right, Tony. That is, that is how it's done. And, and you make a fair point. Calling me out by name. I do not hate Mike Conley. Yeah, I do. am not. Yeah, you do. I do not. You, you, you're not but a fan. The main reason they Grizzlies cannot make the playoffs without Mike Conley because they, they have not had anybody to back him up. And they may have somebody now in Jared Bayless. But there was nobody to back him up. Nobody to pick up the slack. It, 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 it was... Uh, who, did, who did they have last year to back up Mike Conley? They didn't have anybody. They had well, O.J. Mayo sometimes. They had, they had Gilbert Arenas, an injured Gilbert Arenas sometimes. Because they got rid of Grievous Vasquez, who's actually playing really well down in New Orleans. The reason Conley is so valuable because there's nobody else who can step up Pargo. in that spot. And Pargo, Pargo Jeremy the guy Pargo. Gave, what, two years, two, after one game? Right. So yeah, after two preseason games against the New Orleans Hornets, and then you give away Grievous Vasquez, and then he... So, eh, come on. That's part, that's part of... Uh, why Mike Conley is so valuable because there's not somebody who can come into the game and play and I like Mike Conley don't get me wrong Conley friend of the show he's been on a few times I'm not a Conley hater by any means but he's not an all-star either I'm just going to say he's not an all-star he's not an all-star point guard not in this era of point guards he's not an all-star point guard uh, 360-8255 is the phone number. We do have a couple open phone lines. Marcus, you want to address? I mean, I think you're on Team Tony with this you don't see improvements right now in Memphis football at all, but I mean, how much are they supposed to improve on a game-by-game basis this year? I mean, a, a team that's trying to reestablish themselves, you want to see that team improve. They have, If a team is not improving every game, that means they're getting worse. Because, And if they're getting worse, that means something's not working. Something's not right. And for the Memphis Tigers, they were getting better last year. This year, I think they've kind. Of, I think they've gotten to the point in their in their season where they've kind of hit the wall. Like the best game they they played, in my opinion, was you know they they played UCF decent, but they 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 don't seem to be improving. I mean they're they they still can't throw the ball. Their running has improved, but their passing is awful. And you don't see the kind of improvements on defense either. It's just it's like it's like they're doing the same thing. It's like they're just going in circles. Again, it's, it's it's year one, and I think that's where you're supposed to get. And Larry Porter got a pass on year one. But then when year two got worse, which it did. It, was, it didn't get worse. When you lose to Arkansas State by 42 points and you score zero, okay, okay. it's worse. Look at that Arkansas State you team. Scored three, they year. scored three points. They lost by 42. Was it 45 look, what that Ar- look what that Arkansas State team did last year. That wasn't, that wasn't an Arkansas State Normal middle of the rung Sun Belt. That, that was a that was a conference champion. Bold There's wing. still no excuse. Yeah, that's an excuse. But you they played got blown a out really by good everybody football last team. Year. They no, they didn't. Everybody. They didn't get blown out by everybody. Now, this year's team is getting blown out by everybody. That team didn't get blown out by everybody. All right, All right. I I'm not saying I think Fuente is is the greatest coach yet. We don't know yet. It's still too early. He got off to a bad start. We will see. You can at this point next year, if it still looks like this, then you can start talking. Maybe they made the wrong hire, but you got to get you got to get through the first season. You got to get through him bringing some players that he is recruiting. You, you, you got to give him. You got to give him some time. 
you Larry Porter had guys committed to of course, come. And again, he's going to get an exemption next year. And I mean, I see your but don't like I don't care. Don't I mean, you can sit here, oh, Marcus, oh, this is frustrating to me. You can say all the bad things you want about Justin Fuente and he hasn't done anything, but Larry Porter still was a was an awful coach. He was lousy. He should not have been a head coach. So I mean, if you want to, if you want to say something bad about he Fuente, should, do it. But you got to be able to separate the arguments. Should, Larry he, Porter was not a good coach. He shouldn't have Done. been. End of story. Larry Porter shouldn't Fuente have been. Fuente may not be that great. La- either. Larry Porter shouldn't have been the head coach because he wasn't going to. You cannot because he wasn't going to suck up to boosters and he wasn't going to. But there's a difference. Play the media game that everybody wanted him to play. I didn't care if he played the media. I'm always on the side of. But, I don't want but, the but people talking a, to the media. Okay, last year, last year. I don't want him talking. UAB they lost that game by six points. Marshall, they lost that game by one point. They lost. They lost to Marshall last year by a point. So, you, and, and those and those are two of the last three games of the season. So you're saying that they didn't get, they didn't get any the, better? Go, go through right now. They go beat through the, Tulane. Go through the deficits. Where are they at? Where they lose? Game one, they okay. lost. What was the game? Lo- game one, they lost fifty nine to fourteen. That was <laughs> that was the Mississippi State. All right, keep going. This, this year's Tiger team hadn't played a team close go. to the caliber Next. of Mississippi State. Next, Arkansas State forty seven to three. Austin P. They won that game twenty seven to six. Then they lost to SMU 42-0. At home, at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, 42-0 Lost to Middle Tennessee 38-31 when they could have won that game, should have won that game. Well, that's another game where lack of depth showed up, and that game was on the Keep road. Keep going. Let's go. Lost to Rice 28-6. Lost to East Carolina 35-17. 28-6 to Rice? 28-6. Oh, but they beat Rice this year. Oh, lost they to, beat Rice. Lost to East Carolina 34-17. to mm. uh, They beat Tulane 33-17. to Lost to UCF 41-0. to uh, 41-0 to UCF? They lost to East Carolina this year. They played that game better again this year. They, this year, Fuente's first year, Memphis, he's competing. And, and, and Memphis got drilled by East Carolina this year. Come on. Um, they lost to UAB by 6, uh, 41-35. I think you, lost to Marshall by 1, 23-22. And then they lost to Southern Miss on the road, 44-7. Well, that ain't happening. They could beat Southern Miss this year. It's like a different Southern Miss. But it's... That was not a resume of a good coach. So whatever you want to say about Fuente, those scores were not indicative of a good coaching for a second-year coach in Conference USA. All right, we get your coach. Fuente's lost right. 44-13, 35 We got to keep moving. We're going to go to uh, Will. Will, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Will? How, how y'all doing? Uh, well, Marcus, I think you and Tony both have Ray Charles glasses on. <laughs> because, because I tell you, there's twice the improvement than Larry Porter had. Just look at the players that Larry Porter did have. Didn't he have uh, the three amigo receivers? Uh, oh, what, Deuce and uh, the not, six foot nine guy? Well, not let no. No, not last year, no. No, but didn't Larry Porter still have them for at least a year? I mean, his first, I mean, his first year there, but, I mean, they were, they were bad. An NFL receiver. Right. And we don't have any of that now. And that's why the but the defense is playing twice or three times as good as the defense that Larry Porter had. And uh they're holding people. We just haven't got a, any offensive players at all. And uh Marcus, did you play at the University of Memphis? No. Okay. All right, because I was going to say, if you, I, I, was, I had you and somebody else mixed up then. I thought you were running back there. But I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Will. Thanks. Uh, 
Marcus now, was the star of the Mississippi State bench. Yeah, I was the star of Mississippi State bench. Now, the running back, uh, Marcus Holliday, uh, he, he works at ABC 24. I think he used to play football at the uh, University of Memphis. But uh, that's Marcus Holl- Holliday over at ABC 24. That is now, confusing. That, that is a little bit confusing. Now, as far as talent, Keewan Malone, as we remember, was a top five wide receiver coming out of high school. He was recruited by and went to the University of Alabama. Jacob Karam was at Texas Tech, and he was a BCS caliber quarterback, and the guy's putting up 85 yards a game. I mean, you want to talk about the offense was better? The defense is better? And he's just pointing to Duke Calhoun. (laughs) Whoop-dee-doo. I All mean, right. what did okay? All right, uh, three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. Three six zero eighty two fifty five. We're gonna go to Adam. Adam, you're gonna hang up and listen on MSL. Uh, hello, Kevin. Hello, Marcus. Um, I, my cable got cut off about three weeks ago. I was just trying to figure out if Jerry Lawler's son won Big Brother. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> What? Jerry Lawler. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at you, Adam. It was uh, Psycho Sid Vicious's brother. Son, 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 son. I'm sorry, his son. Frank, Frank, our Frank did not win. He won America's Favorite. So he did get $25,000 because America voted him their favorite. But it was Psycho Sid's son, not Jerry Lawler's son. Jerry Lawler had the heart attack recently. So if you didn't have cable, you might have missed that. But he's doing fine and returns to Monday Night Raw a week from Monday. But yeah, we were your exclusive home this summer for Big Brother, Big Brother coverage as we covered Frank in the Big Brother house. We do have a couple open phone lines. We're going to go to Keith. Keith, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. Yeah, I'd like to talk about uh, Memphis football, and I want to ask y'all a personal question uh, or just get your opinion. Do you think that Tommy West was the best coach that we've had in the past 15 years at Memphis? And my other question is, is if you remember what he said when they let him go as far as the, the football program in Memphis goes way beyond just the head coach. And I'll hang up and listen to what you have to say about that. All, All right. right. Thanks, Keith. That's, Thanks. That's a good uh, good call um, there. I don't, there's good and bad with Tommy, and we've talked about it um, often, because I think he did a great job with – D'Angelo, with Steven Guskowski, with Danny Wimperine, one of the best Tiger teams ever. He was the head coach, and they did a good job. And they had the best Tiger player ever in D'Angelo Williams. But he didn't do a great job with that team. He didn't take that team to the Liberty Bowl. Like, if you can't take that team to the Liberty Bowl, if you can't win Conference USA, or be, like, the second best team in Conference USA, they weren't even the second best team in Conference USA. When you have a roster that includes D'Angelo Williams, Stephen Guskowski, and then Danny Wimper. How was the defense? And, and Mo Avery. How was the defense? The defense, I mean, ended up becoming a problem. It was good at the time. Jolie Dunn was in charge of that. But okay, they, that didn't say much. <laughs> but if you had if you had that and you weren't able, but you really, I mean, you can't mark his point. I mean, it was Conference USA football. So yeah. if you're really concerned about how great the defense was, I mean, it was, it was good enough. Obviously, it wasn't good enough. But Tommy West was a good coach, but he was not a great coach. And Memphis really could have used a great coach at that time. And somebody who could stand up to, to Calipari. So there was a lot of things that happened that messed it up. But it is bigger than one coach. One coach can't fix it. It's going to take uh, what is take a village or whatever. Is that what Johnny Cal used to say? It takes a village. It takes a village. But one coach ain't going to fix the problem. 
And Tommy West hung around too long. He was good. He was fine for those years, but he hung around too long. Once he had his heart problem, he should have stepped away. But you wouldn't either if you were getting paid millions of dollars. If you were an overpaid conference USA coach... I mean, he was. You would stick around. I mean, too. I mean, he wasn't overpaid. He was overpaid. He was one of the highest paid coaches in Conference USA and never got close to winning it. But he got the team to a bowl game, and you make money in bowl games. It's fine. He did get the bowl game, and that was great. And that's what was misguided. Was what was little, the, how 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 by happy? By year two, we're already burnt out by bowl games. How by happy the, end of the second bowl? How happy? What, well, you're in Conference USA. You I mean, be, it's not like... I don't mean, it's, say that. you got to be winning Conference USA. That's the only thing that Tiger fans should ask for is you can win Conference USA. I mean, but, I mean, but I'm saying, how can you get burnt out by bowl games being in Conference USA? That just that doesn't make any sense. You, you should be happy because it's not like you can play for a national championship unless you go undefeated and beat three ranked teams along the way. So, sure, the New Orleans Bowl or the Motor City Bowl or, you know, all, all these smaller bowls... You know, Tiger fans were looking at it like, oh, we got to go to the New Orleans Bowl again. Well, it's, you're in Conference USA, so it's not like you're going to get the top-notch bowls going on around there. And the Liberty Bowl, I mean, you were going to bowl games. Now, now, how go, do you feel not going to bowl you games? You need to go to the Liberty Bowl. Would you be happy to? Have, would you be happy for a bowl game Expecta- next year? R.C. Johnson did not have the uh, expectations should have been raised. And they never were raised to say because Coach Cal was let's here. Stop going to these lousy bowls. Because you can't blame it all on Cal. You can blame somebody. You can't blame it all on Tommy West. You can't blame it all on R.C. Johnson. You can blame a lot of it on R.C. Johnson. Yeah. Expectations should have been raised because ba- Tommy Cal West got overpaid after going to a bowl game. He got in some health problems. He didn't get overpaid after going to a bowl game. He got overpaid. He was the highest paid coach in Conference USA. And he but you had been going good. to bowl games. He came in and changed something. He changed something. He got you into bowl games. He got the he, he got the team to where they wanted to go. Okay. All right. But anyway, to, uh, in reference to um, our call earlier, I believe it was Will talking about Duke Cal- Duke Calhoun actually did not play for, for Larry Porter. I didn't think so. Um, was, his first year in the NFL was Larry Porter's first year here, 2010-2011. So, so, so there are. So there raises the question: Who had better athletes? Who I think Larry Porter inherited a bad team. Who was Larry Porter's quarterback? He had a bad team from time. He ran off his best quarterbacks. He'd get a good quarterback, Taylor Reed or whoever it was, and he'd run them off. He didn't run off Taylor Reed. Taylor Reed just left. Well, I'm not. He, he had Taylor Reed, who was good, and he couldn't do anything last year with Taylor Reed. But whoever the quarterback was before Taylor Reed, and you know, and you and know, the other guy before Taylor and you, Reed, and he you had know, like five quarterbacks. And you know, and you know who ran off Taylor Reed? Justin Fuente for Jacob Karam, who's completing eighty-five, who's, who's passing for eighty-five yards a game. I'm all I'm asking you, Marcus. What one of the quarterbacks are they starting for Miami now? Ryan Williams. Larry Porter had Cannon Smith at quarterback. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he, uh, he transferred to Miami. And he's he not started. starting. He wa- he was competing. He started a, a game or two, I think, this year already. But Fuente ran him off. I'm just saying that's another quarterback that was here. All right, we've got to go to our last caller this week. We are going off the air. Live with Jacob Carroll. J- Junior, you are our last caller this week on Hang Up and Listen. Uh, how are both of y'all doing? What's and up? I was just going to mention about uh, Tyler Reed. They both had competition, and they said Jacob Carroll beat him heads up. So what do you think Tyler Reed did? Right. He went to a BCS school, so if he's good enough to go to Arkansas, then definitely he could start at Memphis. And he had a good year as a true freshman. Jake can come through 85 yards. I'm sorry. A high school coach could throw for 85 yards and come from USA. Not that hard. He's just a bad quarterback. He's 5'9", too small, and can't see over defense and rolls him out. My thing is, if you're a bad team, you do like Larry Porter does. You play a true freshman and let him learn on the job. And another thing about Larry Porter, at least he don't lose to FCS team, Division 1 uh, A school. He might can't be a, a Division 1, 
You don't lose the one double A, and I just hang up and listen. All right, thanks, thanks, Junior. I'm all I'm asking from Memphis and you, Marcus, is to separate the arguments that Fuente may not be that good of a coach. That Larry Porter was horrible. Larry Porter was horrible. He can be horrible. And then you look at the other argument. We don't know how Fuente is. He may not be good either. But Larry Porter definitely was not the answer, and he was terrible. And on the UT Martin front, they're six and two. They lead the OVC. They're going to win the OVC. They have. Tennessee recruits on their defensive front. My boy Hughes and a few other players. You should have been one school transfers. They're a lot better than Austin Peay. Exactly. It was his first game as the coach. There was a tornado. The team And the team is good. There's no debating that Memphis would be one of the better teams in Division Two, but they would not be the best team in Division Two. I think people realize that. That's true. That's a fact. Memphis losing to Division Two is not that far-fetched right now in, 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 in their history. There's right now. At this point in Memphis football history, losing to Division Two kind of makes sense because would they be the best team in Division Two if they were in Division Two? No, I don't think so. Look, look, look. I don't think me, so, Marcus. They would not be. They would not be playing that random Saturday afternoon championship game. Let me tell you, they something. wouldn't. Let me tell you something. Down at Miami, a lot of the uh, parents are upset because their players. The, the upperclassmen aren't playing because the coach is playing freshman because he understands when you come in and, and, and the well is dry you play your younger guys build them up so in two three years those guys are ready and they can take on the rigors of what you ask them to do all right, that's it. We've got it. We're going to decide the winner of, of Hang Up and Listen over the commercial break. But first, let me tell you about the Curtain Up party coming up this Friday, November 9th, at Playhouse on the Square. It's five parties under one roof benefiting Playhouse on the Square this year. Uh, they're taking you around the world, filling each room with food, drinks, and something fun to see or do. There will be lots of live music, including a special performance by Alexis Grace from Q1075 right down the hall and American Idol fame as well uh, there's going to be a Mexico City party on the second floor uh, Paris on the roof I was partying on the roof of Playhouse on the Square last night following Indy Memphis that place you you forget sometimes but we tell you every week it is Memphis's premier place to throw a party if you're throwing a party in this town you go to Playhouse on the Square I was explaining it to CJ last night I was like CJ trying to get him to come to the party he went home after he was depressed after his his Indy Memphis uh, movie but he's going to go back today at Indy Memphis uh, which is going on at Playhouse on the Square uh, right now but this is a big fundraiser every year the Playhouse on the Square does tickets are $75 a person or $60 per group of 10 call 901-726-456 to get your tickets, that's 901-726-4656 or purchase tickets at playhouseonthesquare.org. Uh, it is a big party. It is a lot of fun. It's an annual event, one of Midtown's greatest parties of the year. It's November 9th. It's coming Friday. It's the Curtain Up Party at Playhouse on the Square, playhouseonthesquare.org. For more information, I will be there partying. Look for me on the roof, maybe um, in the Monte Carlo casino games under the stage. Uh, I'll be all over the place at Playhouse on the Square's Curtain Up Party uh, coming up. Uh, on November the 9th. Also, let me tell you about Smoothie King. Smoothie King, be good to yourself. In honor of of, um, of uh, National Coffee Day, last week they were giving out uh, the coffee smoothies. You know you can get a mocha caramel smoothie, a coffee-flavored smoothie? I did not know that. I, know that I didn't know that either. I, I like the Island Impact, the Pineapple Surf, and uh, my new favorite, the Raspberry Collider. But I've been trying a new one every time I go in, and I have not – every one, I'm like, this is my new favorite. This is my new favorite. I keep adding it to the list. It was a mango steen something. I have to write down the name. Yeah, I had the pineapple name. one last time. Uh, pineapple last Surf? Time. Pineapple Surf, yeah. That is a good one. Smoothie King smoothies are a blend of real fruit, all natural juices, and a functional mix of vitamins and nutrients to fit every need. 
Uh, and of course, uh, Smoothie King also offers numerous health products, including energy bars, healthy snacks, and vitamin supplements. There are three Memphis area Smoothie King locations. Uh, there's one in Cordova on Germantown Parkway, one on Houston Levy in Carville, and one in Midtown on Union Avenue. Smoothie King, be good to yourself. All right, we're going to take a 60 second timeout and be back. You'll listen to MSL on Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Grizzlies fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, Mississippi State down 24 nothing at the half against Texas A&M. This yeah. is the greatest day of my life. Whatever. Uh, the winner of Hang Up and Listen, Marcus, is? It's Keith. Keith, you're the winner of Hang Up and Listen. All right, Keith, call back, talk to Ben, get set up with your prizes. Hey, greatest day of Kevin's life, but if you have a bad day, then you need to call uh, Ruchi Patel, the attorney at law. If you have to go down to 201 Poplar, call 213-6-LAW. That's 213-6529. Talk to attorney Ruchi Patel. She can handle uh, speeding tickets. She can handle any kind of citations. She can also uh, you know, take care of child custody and divorce, and you may not have to waste time in long lines down there at 201 Poplar if you give Ruchi a call. So give her a call directly any time of the day. 2136-LAW. That is 213-6529. Ruchi Patel, attorney at law. All right, there is the music. We've got a short show today. We'll be back next week for the full two hours from 11 to 1 right here on Sports 56 and 87.7. I want to thank Lauren Lee for joining us earlier talking football as the Bears take on the Titans tomorrow. She's on her way to Nashville and LP Field. Follow Lauren at Lauren Lee Fox 13 on Twitter. Of course, follow us at Memphis Sport. Always catch our podcast at MemphisSport.com each and every week, uh, available 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. Uh, for Ben Hogan, aw, CJ Hurt, and Marcus Hunter, I'm Kevin Serio. Thank you for listening We'll be back next week from 11 to 1. Stay tuned for the Ole Miss.